Welcome to Meditatio Podcast, brought to you by WCCM. I'm Leonardo and this is our August edition. In this program, we bring an interview with Stefan Reynolds, author of the book Living with the Mind of Christ, Mindfulness and Christian Spirituality. We're going also to have a look in some upcoming events in the calendar. Thanks for downloading and I hope you like it. Hello my friends, we are bringing in this edition an interview about uh, the new book on a very interesting topic. The, the title is Living with the Mind of Christ, Mindfulness and Christian Spirituality. And the author is Stefan Reynolds, WCCM Oblate from UK and PhD in Christian Spirituality. So let's listen to a conversation with Stefan. Uh, maybe you can start just uh, giving us uh, a general idea about the book, uh, how, wh what is the book is about, uh, what's the general idea? Mm -hmm. um, well, the book is a study of mindfulness and Christian meditation, uh, how they relate, uh, and how, looking at how mindfulness, mysticism, and meditation are all connected. So it's, um, uh, it's trying to bridge the gap between the secular mindfulness Uh, the Buddhist mindfulness and the Christian meditation and the Christian mysticism. So, so it's covering quite a lot of ground, um, but it's from a, a specifically aimed to um, for people who practice mindfulness to realize that there's um, there's further stages to uh, leading on into meditation and then on leading on to the the contemplative traditions of the world religions but then also for Christians and uh, to become aware that, that, there's, um, that there is an interest in society nowadays about, about sort of meditative practice, which, to, which is not necessarily religious, but is um, definitely a way we can relate to, uh, anyway, a way we can be aware of what society and people mm -hmm. want nowadays. And you had the idea for the book because you study uh, Christian mysticism? Yeah, I studied Christian mysticism, and then I was been living in Ireland, and um, I was came across some Thai Buddhist monks there. There's a Thai Buddhist monastery, and it's a very that's where the uh, the this sort of very early Theravada tradition of mindfulness, uh, where they practiced just sitting, walking, and mindful practices. So I was I was joining the uh, the Thai Buddhist monks in Ireland. Uh, And then, um, and then, yeah. So I was tr first. I thought of just doing a um, a study of Buddhist meditation and Christian meditation. But then I realized that the Buddhist meditation, and at least the Thai Buddhist, uh, it's very similar to um, mindfulness practice as it's taught uh, in a non-religious uh, world. So I thought um, I would relate it to to what they call. Uh, therapeutic mindfulness or, or mindfulness for well-being. And, and this kind of uh, mindfulness from the Buddhists is, is of course similar with the secular mindfulness. Well, it's sort of t the secular mindfulness is taken from that, but, but uh, they take away um, The, the sort of Buddhist sort of religious or kind of 
philosophical dimension. Actually, the Theravada doesn't have very much, not nearly as much as the as the Mahayana anyway. So um, the Theravada is very basic mindfulness. Um, but the secular mindfulness is, is uh, trying to see it as a, a practice of well-being and not so much a practice of... Um, of um, kind of insight. As the Buddhists, it's about you practice mindfulness in order to, to realize the interconnectedness of all things, um, whereas the, the therapeutic mindfulness is about personal well-being. So in some ways they've changed it a, a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, they're not, I'm, generally in the book I'm, I'm not trying to sort of, um, uh, I'm trying to show the links between these things mm-hmm. um, without um, at the same time showing that each, each tradition has its distinctive aspects. Mm, so, so you show the similarities, but uh, also the difference, or you focus more on the similarity or both? Um, I'm, I, foc- I sort of show them, uh, in the end I talk about the, uh, these, um, these, what I call the three M's of mindfulness, meditation, and mysticism, and that they, they're connected to each other, but normally mindfulness would be a, a sort of first stage uh, where we come back to ourselves um, and we become a little bit more aware of our of our being and our life. Uh, the next stage would be meditation, where we learn to let go a little bit of ourselves and trust that there is um, uh, some uh, creative power uh, at the heart of life, which isn't ourselves. Uh, and then the, that leads on into into what we might call mysticism or the contemplative awareness, which is that um, that, that uh, creative power is love and is guiding guiding our lives. So mm. that's um, there's a sort of a, a direction to it. Um, one one leads to the other, but they all they all um, I found as a, as a uh, I practice Christian meditation, but I found the um, the practice of mindfulness helps to integrate the meditation into daily life. So I practice my meditation, but then I'm uh, able to, well, I'm trying to learn to practice the same quality of attention in uh, all the other uh, waking hours of my day. I think we could say the mindfulness is, is very popular because people especially uh, seek for well-being. Uh, do you think the, uh, it can happen that people seeking this, just uh, the secular effect or the, the well-being, they, they can have some kind of awakening through mindfulness? Or? Yeah, so it seems to be. I've, I based my, my study of the, of the mindfulness tradition, the secular one, through this, mainly the writer John Kabat-Zinn, um, mm. who but also with some Buddhist commentators like Alan Wallace. But uh, John Kabat-Zinn, and I did a course in um, in Ireland just to become a little bit more familiar with it uh, as an experiential tradition, and they do take all the Buddhism out. They're not, although he, he says that he learned it originally from the Buddhists. But um, I find that the John Kabat-Zinn tradition is, is a sort of wisdom tradition, is teaching uh, basically life skills, which will help to help people to uh, live fuller, happier lives, and in that sense, um, I think that's what um, 
the religious tradition should be trying to do as well. So it's 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 going the same going the it's same way. It's kind of using a different language than than. Yes, I think it's uh, it's it doesn't talk, it doesn't. Uh, John Kabat-Zinn prefers not to use uh, to call mindfulness as a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. But it's um, a practice about you know, about life, learning to live life better. No, maybe just to finish. The, uh, do you think this book is so? Is it's something that uh, it's interesting to for people, not just Christians, but uh, people interested in, in mindful mindfulness and like it's it's uh, you so you try to keep open the approach. Yes, I think the book um, presumes an openness. It presumes uh, that the readers, if the reader is a Christian, that the Christian is is open to learning from other things from Buddhism or, or from the, the, the thera- ther- wisdom of therapy as well. Um, but also, if a, if a non-religious mindfulness uh, practitioner read the book, they would get some insight into um, how Christianity has a contemplative tradition uh, in the same way as Buddhism does. And, and that often we think that the medita- meditation is just... Um, uh, we're not aware of the full tradition in Christianity, so I, I look at the, um, the history of Christian contemplation, but from from a specific uh, angle of practical meditation. How do you how do you live it out? Um, so I go through from the teaching of Christ through uh, the, the desert tradition, the medieval, uh, the early modern mystics, and then. Up to uh, people like uh, I, I conclude with John Main, uh, just showing how he made um, all this contemplative um, wisdom accessible uh, to people today. So the mm. Christian contemplative tradition is no longer uh, something um, that only people in, in monasteries practice. So this was the interview with Stefan Reynolds, author of the book The Mind of Christ, Mindfulness and Christian Spirituality. You can find more information about this book, especially how to find it, uh, in the description of this podcast. If August was quiet in our community, September is full of important events. Uh, the John Main Seminar, led by Giovannier, will be in the beginning of September, from 2nd to 4th in France. Jean also will co-lead our retreat together with Lawrence Freeman before that, from 31st August to 2nd September. The pre-seminar retreat and the John Main Seminar will be webcast live, and you can find more information at wccm.org. Also in September, from 9 to 16th, the retreat Health and Meditation will be held in Bear Island, led by Lawrence Freeman and Dr. Barry White from Ireland. After this retreat, Bear Island receives the Bear Island Festival of Music and Silence from 16th to 18th. Further this year, in the in 19th and 20th of November, 
the Australian community will host the Meditatio seminar Meditation and Aging, Transformation, the Journey of Life. You can find more about this event at the, the Meditatio website, meditatio.co.uk. So we are going to finish with some music. We have been listening in this podcast some songs uh, with uh, the hang or the handpan. This is a nice uh, percussion instrument, very popular, uh, especially you can see in, in streets in the big city, musicians, street musicians playing the handpan. We had some songs in the podcast by Aaron Shin and Selva Demar. We are going to finish with a handpan improvisation by Fabian Cooper a musician from Germany. Thanks for listening Meditasio podcast. Bye-bye.
Thank you.